welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer with Gene Galvin and me, I am Maria Corelli. We are recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience here in Folk School Coffee Parlor of Ludlow, Kentucky. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, we have Jerry Springer. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, this is the same five people. <laughs> Ooh, what a team. Yeah, what a crowd, what a crowd. Now I know how Trump feels, you know, speaking to an em empty auditorium. Yeah. And we should probably uh, let, remind people that, well, of course, you know, what are we, J July, what is it, the 21st today? That's Something like that, yeah. 21st. So we're recording today, and this will hit the archive probably tomorrow on the 22nd of July, 2020, because we have these things archived back for a number of years. We're very proud of that. So if you stumble upon this out into the future, that's when we did this. So we're still in the middle of an explosion of COVID-19 throughout America. And regardless of what President Trump says, we're still wrestling with this nationally. So we still have an intro that says live at Folk School Coffee Parlor. And because of COVID-19, we're all in different cities. It's not easy for us to go into a studio and re-record re the opening. So that's why you're hearing that. And that is yeah. uh, you know, a little off because of that. Hey, we're going to hear uh, from Jerry in a minute. Uh, one of his th thoughts from home, they're, they've been wonderful. We look forward to those. We're going to hear Casey Campbell uh, do, do a song. And uh, we've got Casey Campbell with us. Hello, Casey. Hey, we've got man. Maria Corelli with us. Hello, Maria. Hey. And uh, Jerry Springer. I'm Gene Galvin. And, and we were chatting before we came on. And a couple things came up. And, man, they, one of them caught my interest. Two of them caught my interest. And I want to kind of lead us into this. One is... Jerry, Judge Jerry, as you know, very successful uh, TV show, reality TV show. Jerry is an actual judge. He adjudicates actual cases. They're seen, right, Jerry, on a lot of, well, every, all over the country, virtually, correct, Jerry? Yeah, it's national now. Yeah. And it's, and it's a wonderful show, and it's uh, very interesting to see, and he's going into a second year, about to start uh, producing episodes for the second year. And because he's going back to Stanford, Connecticut, where they record those, Jerry, you mentioned before the show that you took a COVID-19 test. I've not taken one, haven't had a reason oh, yeah. to, nor has David Proust, our technical producer. And Maria, I assume you haven't had one, right? I haven't. Casey, you haven't have had I'm one, not. correct? Nope. Yeah. So Jerry... Uh, I think I'm curious. These guys may be too. Where Where did you do it? What was it like? What's I did the turnaround it. time. Well, I did it up my nose. Right up the <laughs> old nose. Yeah. It's, right up the old well, nose. Yeah, you get a. Uh, they sent it in the mail in a, you know, a, a special box. So you self-administered it then. You I didn't go did. somewhere. Never mind, okay. Judge Jerry. How about Doc Jerry? <laughs> Well, tell us, how do you do it? How do you do it? Well, it well like? you get a, there's a, first you get a little tube that has some kind of solution in it. All right. Uh, which you have to be very careful. You can't let it spill out. So you have that, and then they send you a swab, you know, obviously in packaging. So you take out this long swab, 
Yeah. Problem is, my nose is very long. <laughs> oh God. So when I put that swab an extra large. When well, so you first you put the swab up your nose, up a nostril, yes. and it's gotta be there for 10 seconds. Really? And you gotta kind of twirl it around. Well, it starts stinging. You and then <laughs> look, I'm just looking at Maria's face. It's yeah. like you've got a bad, yeah, it's a bad bowl of porridge in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, you know, and we got to get people to help me get it out. Wait a minute. Got people, stuff what you, there. No. No, wait, no, wait, it, wait. Just, <laughs> it didn't. I no. pulled it out after 10 seconds. It stings. It's not horrible, no. but it's up there. The first few seconds are fine, and then it starts stinging. And you're counting because it's got to be 10 seconds. And you take it out and you jam it up the other nostril. And you do that for 10 seconds. Then when you finally got it, you put it in the, you dip it in the uh, tube. Solution. Solution. You break off the part that you were holding with your hand. And then you seal the tube of the solution. You put it in this special hazardous kind of, baggage package so it can be mailed and it goes in a box and then you drop it off at ups and we will hear by tomorrow evening really and when did this you take done, it this morning oh so wow. it's a one day turnaround yeah well it's nbc does it you know and they um, probably have a contract with well, not probably them but they have a yeah. contract with this company that nice. does the immediate turnaround and did then when i <laughs> I like, I, Casey's, I like Casey's reaction. Got my, that, mm, yeah. And you see, mm, one day. Got turn. those Hollywood mm. tests going on, I see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, you're still waiting for yours? <laughs> I am, Ooh, I am. Casey. That hadn't caught uh, up yeah. with me yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But how do you want, how would you like to be the guy that looks at mine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, when I, yeah. What a great job he has or she has. Now, when I arrive on Sunday, when I land in New York, I immediately have to take another test, too, because NBC is not going to let me come to the studio. You know, they test me every day. Are they going to do this every day? I think so. May I ask you a question? Serious. Go ahead, Maria. Well, I was going to ask, so you've still been going to the studio and, and uh, filming episodes? Well, no. We haven't done it yet. Uh, next Tuesday will be the first time oh. we're back in the studio. And they're only allowing 10 people, okay. 10 people in the studio. In fact, some of the camera people have been replaced by remote cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So there'll be two live cameramen there. And then two op- uh, remote cameras. There'll be the producer, the executive producer. See, that show has a real executive producer. That's good, Jerry. Yeah. See, yeah. that. Yeah, Where yeah, are COVID tests at, Gene? Uh, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm coming over. <laughs> Jerry, as we yeah. say uptown, point taken. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, the executive producer will be there. And uh, there'll also be the legal intern there. and But that's it in the studio. The director is at another location. And uh, so all of this is done, you know, technology, you now can do it. But it's just like watching the network shows. They're 
they're doing it from their homes. And the technical yeah. people, they're not sitting, they're not sitting in the homes of the performer. They're yeah. sitting in a and, and but now the control rooms, people are sitting separate. They got glass partitions. Ah, separated. So they're not next to each other. The whole oh. thing, they're they're really being careful. I must say that. Their their protocols are really tough. Their protocols are tougher than the actual state protocols. Because That's I guess good. You know, they don't want to get lawsuits or get their people right. sick. And also, if I get it, <coughs> we joke about it. But if I get it, the show's shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, and, and, and all you can't aside. have Judge Judy if Judge Judy isn't there. Right. Yeah. Well, you can't have Judge Jerry if I'm not there. Yeah. <coughs> and it sure and, doesn't and the, sound good right now. <laughs> Man. Well, and the fact of the matter is, uh, no, all kidding aside, Jerry... Yeah. You're in, as I am, uh, are in, uh, you know, a category that they consider to be higher risk is simply because of we're rounding third and heading for home, <laughs> heading for home. <laughs> and I'm going to slide, man. I'm going to do a big deal. I'm going to do a Pete Rose slide. Hey, let me ask you one last thing. Uh, again, joking aside, because I've been hearing about these tests and I've had no reason to take one, but I've kind of been uh, dreading if I had to. And I had an MRI done and for the first time in my life, I don't know, last summer, thereabouts. And I'm claustrophobic, long story. Oh, that ought to be on a podcast sometime because my two brothers, my two brothers made me a lifetime oh. claustrophobic. Oh, absolutely true. Here, that's we'll do true. that on a different show. Yeah. Uh, and I will have a catharsis. Okay. <laughs> but I have, I didn't want to do an MRI because I am kind of claustrophobic. And then I had to do one. I had to do a couple of them uh, for something. And it, you know, it was all, everything was fine, but damn. And it turned out it wasn't that big of a deal to me. So I don't want to have, this has nothing to do with claustrophobia, but I would dread having those tests done. I'm waiting for the simple saliva tests oh, that probably are coming. Honestly. So how bad was it? Was it, uh, how bad was it? Do you, do you dread oh. having to do it on Sunday? Oh, no, no. No, no, okay. honestly, it's a little sting. That's all. Mm. I mean, it's like an itch. It makes you want to sneeze. Do you that's want to it. know something on the initial yeah. test? Because we learned, not we, but mad people have learned so much about how to do this. The initial test they would take from what I have seen oh, down just on television. Throat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they would take it in your nostrils and push it all the way up to your throat. Okay. Yeah, they and people you. were saying that was very uncomfortable, but this yes. doesn't sound like that. They tell you not to do it. They say that as soon as you get resistance, mm. stop. Oh, okay. All right. I'll do one. I'll do one tomorrow. Send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to get you guys. Some an MBTC. Hey, I'm going to sell. I'm yeah, going to sell yeah, my yeah. swab on eBay. Yeah. Ask if you can have hey, it back. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, oh my God. No, that's a great idea. Can you get that? Yeah. I, I, I will put that on eBay and we'll start a bidding process. Send a return yeah. on hey, send oh a return envelope God. with the next one. Somebody just say hi. Yeah. Hey, can you all be sealed? Yeah. You know, yeah. So yeah. Uh, by the yeah, way, I'll here's my it. grandson, Richard. Hey, hey Richard. Richard. Hey, how you doing? We've heard a lot about his you. His first appearance. <laughs> yeah. And another, 
on another podcast, we're going to talk about we played some golf, and this guy's pretty serious. Oh, yeah. Although yeah. baseball is better sport. Yeah, I'm better. We'll, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that uh, on our next episode. Let me ask you something, Jerry. What, yeah. uh, okay. and we joke Thanks, about honey. this each week, but every week there's just stuff, <laughs> water's coming over you know, the rails of the boat with politics. There's so much material, so many things. As you sat, in this past week, what caught your interest that you'd like to chat with us about? Oh, you want me to do that now? Sure. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've, I've lost track of what we do sure. here. We can talk more about okay. sticking stuff up our noses if you want to, Jerry. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> no, here we go. Well, actually, it applies to you, Gene. Last mm -hmm. week, uh, Gene spoke eloquently about the successful conclusion to a struggle he and others have been waging for years to remove the name Redskins from the athletic teams of a local high school for the simple reason that it is racially offensive to our Native American population. The victory came about at the same time that the owner of the National Football League's Washington Redskins, Dan Snyder, finally relented after having said for years that he would never, all caps, ever change the name. The first question that should come to mind with this issue is why, for God's sake, did it take so long? How difficult is it to change a name once it becomes clear that people are hurt by it? Wouldn't just common decency and politeness move one to say, oh, I'm sorry, of course I'll stop saying that. Think about it. Would we not react if we suddenly heard on the news that a team was now changing its name to the New York Wops, the San Francisco Kikes, the Alabama Hicks? And by the way, it doesn't matter when we say, well, we didn't mean Redskins as a slur. We were honoring their toughness, their fighting ability. Well, first of all, that's not true. Stereotyping an entire ethnic group or race or religion belittles the individuality of its members and suggests that those who are white Christians are superior. These groups are less than the rest, either morally, intellectually, or culturally. Let's face it. When those of my generation played cowboys and Indians as children, the Indians were always the bad guys, except Tonto and certainly the underlings. Whatever, we are now thankfully caught up in a racially sensitive and aware moment, which explains all these actions, be they changed names, toppled monuments, or removed flags. And what suddenly brought this about? Well, it's important to note that every move toward equality and justice and freedom is always a long struggle, because the group that is in power the group that is repressing others doesn't want to give up that power because the inequality that exists is what gives them the power, the status, or the economic position they have. And they don't want to lose it. They want to conserve it. That's why we call them conservatives. So there is always resistance to economic and social equality. Then how does a movement get started? At some point, the repression becomes morally, physically, and economically too much to bear. And then inevitably, a single voice speaks out, or stands up, or takes a knee, and a movement starts. In the beginning, the protest is viewed as crazy, 
The protesters are painted as radicals, disruptive, dangerous, communist sympathizers, the squad, an anarchists, and some anti-progressive politicians seeking to take advantage of the potential chaos cries out law and order. And yet, at some point, the cry for justice starts moving into the mainstream and suddenly change at the beginning, albeit modest, starts to come about. Whether it's Rosa Parks moving up to the front of the bus in Montgomery, Alabama, or James Meredith entering the University of Mississippi, or Colin Kaepernick taking a knee during the singing of the national anthem before football game. And yes, I would argue that for this generation, history will record that Colin Kaepernick's courageous act of conscience, highly controversial, was the spark that set off the movement toward racial consciousness and justice that we're now all experiencing. This is not an exaggeration. Think about it. When he took a knee a few years ago, there was a thunderous reaction. How dare he? Such disrespect for our troops, for our flag, for our country, critics yelled. Sponsors threatened to pull their ads. Fans boycotted the games and he was, that he was to play. TV ratings plunged. He was cut from the team and no team has taken him on since, despite his Super Bowl credentials. Indeed, his playing career was over. Clearly a personal sacrifice. But look what that single quiet personal act did. Virtually every family in America had a discussion about what he did and what it meant, which inevitably led to beyond police treatment of blacks, to race relations in general, to issues of sensitivity, awareness, white supremacy, to the very existence of institutional racism. Think about it. Unarmed black men killed by police officers is not a new phenomenon. But since Kaepernick raised the issue in such a dramatic way, it's made the entire country conscious of the issue. So whenever a George Floyd moment occurs, the whole nation responds one way or the other. And what we see are cities moving towards reforming police departments, Biden moving towards an African-American running mate, corporations moving away from racial stereotyping, and yes, after a 40-year battle, the Washington Redskins are willing to change their name. The observation worthy of note here is that social movements for justice always take time and often seem hopeless in the beginning. And cynics will say, well, the Redskins only changed the name because FedEx and other major companies threatened to withdraw their financing of the team. But economics always plays a role in these movements of equality and justice. It is the one weapon available to the repressed. Why Rosa Parks led to blacks boycotting the local bus system, bringing it to its knees. And why the sit-ins at lunch counters led local councils to open up places of business to all races. The Redskins didn't want to lose money 
A simple, a single act awakened a nation. The economic clout of the masses, stirred by a moral response to conscience, applied the one weapon at their disposal, economic, and moved America another step, admittedly modest, another step closer to justice. Make no mistake, Colin Kaepernick is this generation's Rosa Parks. Yeah, <clears throat> good, Jerry. Hey, Thank before you. we uh, ask Maria to talk with Casey, actually, about our, uh, who's our musical guest tonight, let me just mention something since Jerry touched on that, covered that topic. On our website, and I mentioned this last week, so I'm gonna do this very quickly, we have a link to that high school he referenced. It's a Cincinnati high school on the east side. And it's called Anderson High School. They did, after 21 years, dropped Redskins. So they're rebranding, which is expensive. They have a GoFundMe page. The link is on our website. They're now over $46,000. They, they need to get the 50. So if anybody listening wants to help, go to jerryspringer.com. Find that link. It's easy. It's on the front page. Click on it, and you can donate. 10 bucks, five bucks, 100 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever, anything helps. Thanks. Maria Corral. Awesome. Yay. Well, uh, we have um, a very familiar guest with us here tonight again. Right. And uh, we want to thank Casey. Casey, thanks for being here how and did, being there. How did you get him? How did you uh, get no, him? Um, well, you got him. Pulled some strings at the NBC, you know. <laughs> <That's it>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just came here for the COVID test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess um you know it's 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 kind of interesting talking back and forth Casey with you as a musician cuz you know it's it's nice to have this platform to even talk about it too. So uh, so really my question for you this week um is 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 mainly uh how has your experience so far like musically with COVID been um, I know at the beginning you and uh, your wife, you guys and Jessica, you guys were doing some some sing-alongs, which which seemed to be you know kind of a wonderful little little uh, idea. And is there anything else kind of on the horizon for you, or what's what's in the works right now? Excuse me. Yeah, we uh well um so most most things up to now have just been uh virtual you know like you said we were doing sing-along sunday mornings and have actually talked about maybe yeah. doing a couple other streaming shows i've gotten away from them simply mainly because of the technology kind of barrier there uh, i'm just now getting to where i may feel comfortable and have sort of the the small little pieces of technology you need to be able to do a quality stream from just from home you know with with no sort of help you know like we've got guys in our ears and stuff and and that helps a lot and um so uh most of my stuff was virtual there but i sort of uh, shied away from it a lot uh however i'm looking to get back into that more uh, i have been writing uh some more and am working on another album uh, i hope to i hope to already have it out but for various reasons i haven't and so i'm going to add some songs to it so i've been writing a little bit which has been nice um i've also been asked to be on another project uh recording wise 
Uh, so I'm playing drums for a, a, a woman named Sarah Asher, who's uh, kind of writing an indie rock style uh, music. It's something completely different for me playing wise. And, and so I'm learning new music and getting ready to record, which is going to be fun. Uh, that'll sort of be my first venture out to do anything like that around a few other people. Um, it's going to be a very safe situation, very, uh, very responsibly distant uh, and, you know, masks are required where we'll be and things like that. So that'll be my first very kind nice. of foray into that. I will say that I got a call from NASCAR a couple weeks ago. They just ran races in Kentucky and uh, several years ago I sang uh, there for the Kentucky Speedway race uh, saying God bless America for a race. And they got in touch with me and said that since uh, all of this stuff is being beamed in, that um, they needed someone to have a recorded version to play for their ARCA race, which is sort of like the minor leagues of NASCAR. So last week uh, I was, I was on the, on the national radio singing God bless America. um, Yeah. So that was, yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah, it's funny. It's weird because I <laughs> well, thank you. I was trying to get him a good recording and I kept having problems, uh, just simply kind of what we were just talking about with the technology side of things. So I ended up taking yeah. my phone and standing in my cellar space, like un, like in the basement, all concrete walls at ten o'clock at night singing into my phone to get a good recording <laughs> and then that, get that natural and then that's what, reverb going. <laughs> and then that's what they used for the NASCAR race. I'm like, well, it's good enough for NASCAR then. Oh, I guess that's good. So Yeah. That's awesome. yeah, that's where I, I love hearing hearing that. Thanks for good letting for us you. in on on your musician COVID. Oh sure. Now. It's been really boring for the most part, but I'm trying to kind of get back to it slowly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, what uh, what do you have for us tonight then, music-wise? We're going to do a tune off of um, the latest album uh, from my band, Buffalo Wobs and the Price Hill Hustle. You can find it all over the usual spots. Price Hill Hustle is all you need to remember. Uh, this song's called Ain't No Need. Uh, it's it's a purpose, purposeful double negative, uh, Jerry. Don't judge me on my grammar. I did that on purpose. Artistic license. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, judge. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. All right, here folks, we go. Here is yeah. uh, Casey Campbell with Buffalo Wobs and the Price of Hustle. Ain't no need. Well, she don't like to burn her food. Cooking with her stove off. And rolls her eyes when she asks me for a light. Yes, and sometimes she laughs at me when I take my clothes off. And I'll be lucky if CC's 10 on a Friday night. With the alarm clocks ringing in my ear every morning long before the sun's up. Chasing dreams we would hold off till the She would ask me for her coffee in our best go cup And I would give my voice if she could find a way home again Oh, but you can't wish on a star Once you pulled it from the sky You can't hold out for forever You can't let a day go by You know tomorrow brings tomorrow Could not catch it if you tried
Well, you know that I've given her every single reason she could need to leave town. You know she had every chance on earth to run. But she stood by me, so now I'm swearing that I'm never gonna be a letdown. And from here to my last breath, she's the only one. Oh, how quickly lives are gonna pass us by. We don't stop to pay attention. Oh, how quickly those we love the most will forget. We don't mention all the good that love has brought us. Just how far we have to go. So kiss those you can and remember when it almost wasn't so. taste of Buffalo Wobs and the Price Hill Hustle, actually a band that Casey uh, sings and also plays little drums in and some guitar That's sometimes. Yep. Or, okay, awesome. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess we'll, we'll kind of uh, start to uh, uh, lead out here, but before we do, let us know where we can hear more of Buffalo Wobs and more of your stuff when it comes out. Uh, well, you can hear uh, all my stuff, Casey-Campbell uh, hyphen if, if you want, uh, .com, casey-campbell.com. And uh, the Buffalo Wobs and the Price Hill Hustle is pricehillhustle.com. And you can find all that music on the usual streaming sites, uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever it may be. And merchandise. Yeah, yeah, merchandise as well. Too. Yeah, that's on the websites and things like that. Maybe we have some people illegally selling merch on Amazon now. Who knows? Maybe we've, got, we've, crossed, hey. maybe we've crossed boundaries. I don't know. So. <laughs> is, there, is there a Casey Campbell doll? Uh, I don't know. I do have cutouts of myself. I can show you one of those in the next, in the next episode, <laughs> oh, yeah. but, uh, I don't know if there's a doll yet. I really hope there's not. That's, that's gets a little, that gets a little voodoo sounding for me. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I need that. All right, you guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and ask Casey to lead us out on uh, down by the riverside right. along with, uh, Jerry Springer. I love it. We'll see y'all next week. Peace guys. All right. Well, I'm gonna lay down my heavy load Down by the riverside Down by the riverside Way down, down by the riverside I'm gonna lay down my heavy load, y'all Down by the riverside Sit down by the riverside I ain't gonna study anymore no more You've been listening to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Fullery Recorded live at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song, and to you for listening. Check out our website at jerryspringer.com.
my sword and shield. 